0: Welcome in to the Blitz Podcast, I'm your host Mr. Kane Schwartz and we're doing uh, episode 2 of the night on Tuesday Tuesday night, excuse me, but uh, this is the Power Rankings episode, you guys look forward to it every week, Um, we're having it, we're recording on Tuesday, gonna have it out Thursday, but a lot of action to happen this week, a lot of moving around, uh, but I'm excited man, you ready?
1: Yeah, I'm excited to
0: argue. And Jaden has a big old smile on his face right now because he's staring in the face of our graphic, if you're watching on YouTube, and it's the Picks Recap. So go ahead and take a victory lap. I mean, I
1: haven't, I haven't done the numbers on this, but I do feel like 13 for 15 might be the highest score that anyone has recorded. I don't remember anybody getting a 15 out of 15. I'm, or how I don't ever remember getting anybody getting a hundred percent and I don't remember ever getting one, one wrong, just one wrong. So, I mean, this felt like a pretty good week. The only ones I got wrong were Vegas who got their shit kicked in, whatever. And then the Cardinals who had three chances to win this game inside the six minute mark and failed to do so. So I, I tried, I tried, I tried my best. Um, But yeah, I'm going to take my victory lap, man. It was nice to keep heating up after last week. I think I, think I was leading last week, so Again, we're just trying to get better every week. We're just trying to make. We're just trying to go one and zero every day. So we're gonna keep making improvements,
0: and you know, hopefully, moving forward, we just we just keep getting better. That's a winner's mentality right there. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm still taking the uh, the home run swings, uh, but you know, those hit sometimes. And I did do fairly well in comp- this week. You know, in comparison to my usual home run hitting record of making pick selections, but. Without further ado, let's dive into a recap for our audio listeners out there. And before we dive into our power rankings, just a quick recap of Week 8. So, we start out with Thursday Night Football. The Ravens smacked the poop out of the Bucs. Uh, Tyler was the only one to pick the Bucks. Uh I won score. Yeah, I, they dominated that game. Come on now. Come on now. Uh, but they, it was a garbage time touchdown for Brady. Um, but then we had in London on Sunday morning, Broncos at... The Jags. Um, I thought that was weird. How the Jags were like the designated home team. Like, does that just mean that they're they're always the home team
1: because because of their contract? Because they, I think it was 2012. uh, Their owner, Shad Khan decided that they wanted to do a Jags game over there every year. And I do think that that's because there have been multiple times where he's had plans of moving the team to London and you want to try and build a fan base out there because obviously Jacksonville, you know, there's not a whole lot going on. Plus the team's not been very good. They could uproot move to London or Germany or whatever, but they're building that fan base in London. And I think, you know, Goodell's really hyping it up. I don't think it will ever work just because, everyone's going to hate going to London. Like imagine being in the same division as the team that's in London and you've got to every year, you got to travel out there every year, something. And like, I know that they did talk about having a, their own like international division, but you still have to play out of division because of that. If you don't do that, then you're, you know, you're playing in a separate league. So, and an international team, you're still talking about inner country. Like you're going from London to Germany and like, it's still a lot of lot more traveling than inside the United States. So I don't think it will
0: ever work, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting topic for sure. I've thought about it a lot. Uh, but yeah, we'll see how that unfolds. But let's dive into the rest of the recap. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars do lose in London. Uh, the Broncos, let's ride, catch a dub over there. Uh, then we had Panthers-Falcons, which went into OT thanks to PJ Walker's uh, longest throw ever recorded in Next Gen Stat era. And thanks to DJ Moore. Throwing his fucking helmet off like an idiot. You know, I heard that it wasn't technically a foul. Like, they shouldn't have called it because he was off the field, technically. So...
1: But, you gotta have a little bit more awareness than that. Because you know that there's still 12 seconds on the clock. You know that there's still an extra point. You know that technically it's off. Like, you can take your helmet off when it's on the... It's supposed to be off the field of play, but I think it's intended for the sideline. Like, you're supposed to be on the sideline when you take your helmet off, obviously. But you've just got to have more awareness than that of, like, oh, what if they do call this penalty? Granted, there were two
0: kicks that should have been made by the kicker. But you're telling me that after he catches a fucking 65-yard Hail Hail Mary Mary bomb that he's, like, thinking, like, oh, shit. You know what? What I'm thinking about right now as a 65-yard pass through the air is going to head to me as I sprint through double coverage is whether or not I need to take my helmet off. Like, bro, if I did that, I'm taking my helmet off and throwing it into the stands. Like, holy shit, man. Come on. And you would cost your team the game. I'm sorry. But the Falcons do end up winning thanks to that DJ Moore mishap. Uh, But as we move on uh bears at cowboys uh bears put up a fight in this one but the cowboys end up blowing them out in the end uh dolphins at the lions uh the dolphins continue to roll and the lions continue to look absolutely ass tyler was the only one who picked the lions the rest of us picked the dolphins and all of us picked falcons and cowboys cardinals at the vikings this was a close game uh as you mentioned Jaden. Uh, but the Vikings come out on top at home. Uh, me and Tyler both took the Vikings. And you and Mitch both took the Cardinals, one of your two losses. And then you took another loss, as did I, with the Raiders pick. As they get shut out in New Orleans, uh, Tyler was the only one to have. So yeah, I can't I can't believe. I can't wait to put them into the power ranking. Uh, Steelers at Eagles. Eagles get a convincing win out there at the link uh, Patriots at the Jets, uh, I went the Jets, buying in on the record, buying in on maybe Zach Wilson not being as bad, uh, but he was really bad, and the Patriots come out on top, I was the only one to pick the Jets, I was the only one to pick the Texans as well, that's the last time that I'll do that, uh, the Titans end up winning that one in Houston, you all three had that, Um, Giants at the Seahawks was the only matchup we had this week with teams with two winning records, and the Seahawks end up beating the Red Hot Giants. Uh, Jaden, you had that one, as well as Tyler. Me and Mitch both had the Giants. Commanders at the Colts uh, came down to the wire in this one. Dude, I mentioned it. That fucking Terry-Taylor combination is something. It's... I dare to say matchup proof. Like, he's going to find him, and Terry's okay. going to get open, dude. Come okay. on now. Like, he's not going to throw to anybody else. He doesn't, like, if it's not going to Terry in a game, if he's getting locked up, we lose. So, that's just how it is. But, Terry makes a hell of a catch at the one-yard line. We run it in. Washington picks up the dub in Indy. Mitch was the only one to pick the Colts. Um, he was also the only one to pick the Rams as they play at home against the 49ers. Another team that I can't wait to rank is the fucking Rams because they suck. Uh, 49ers come out on top in that one. Um, me, you, and Mitch all had the Bills beating the Packers at home. Tyler took the upset, taking the Packers. Didn't look so good there. And then just last night on Monday Night Football, Bengals at the Browns. Me and Mitch both picked the Bengals, but they really look ass without Jamar Chase. The Browns end out end up on top in that one. So, that does it for our uh, little Week 8 Picks recap. But, without further ado, it's time. It's time for them power rankings. So, let me get the graphic up real quick. There we go. Okay. So, To recap last week's rankings real quick, uh we had Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, Vikings, Cowboys, Giants, and Ravens in Tier 1, 49ers, Dolphins, Jets, Titans, um Yeah, so 49ers, Dolphins, Jets, Titans, Seahawks, Chargers, Rams, and Raiders in Tier 2, Cardinals, Bucks, Falcons, Packers, Colts, Bears, Patriots, Jags in Tier 3 browns saints broncos steelers commanders panthers lions and texans in tier four all of those are in order check it out on the instagram if you care to compare with us as we go along but let's dive into it man let's start making some changes and i think the first change that i'm thinking about personally chiefs are coming off the bye the Mm -hmm. eagles just had a really impressive victory in which they took out their starters against the steelers i think they belong in spot two
1: for sure. And we talked about it with Tyler. We said, look, I know you're probably mad that the Eagles are going to move down because of the bye week, but very well, Kansas City has their bye week next week. The Eagles play the Steelers. And that's exactly what played out. I feel like Philly does need to move up to two as well.
0: Yeah, I I like that. There was uh, no debate there. I'm with that. Um, But next up, we've got... So we got Bills at one. Uncomfortable with that, for sure. Uh, had another impressive showing this week. Uh, Chiefs moved down to three, and... The Vikings are at four. Unquestionably. Yeah. So I moved cincy down to ten. Let me take a look at where I Cincy. I also dude, do we have the same fucking rankings? Because I also moved Cincy I, I, down to ten. It's
1: gonna yeah, it's obviously gonna happen. Yeah. It's obviously gonna happen.
0: I mean surely. This team looked dreadful without Jamar Chase. Um, This offense kind of looked brilliant. I mean, kind of. It looked brilliant with Jamar Chase in it. I mean, but the curtain's kind of been... I was mentioning this to my roommates last night. The curtain's kind of been unveiled now. Like, now that Jamar Chase is injured and you're not getting that double coverage on him every time, where T. Higgins is just getting that single coverage and he's getting 10 catches a game, without that game plan in place and without that threat of Jamar Chase, because teams teams would much rather have T. Higgins go for 10 catches... For 100 yards, 89 yards, whatever it is, then Jamar Chase go for six catches and 250 yards with three touchdowns. Like they'd much rather do that. But now Jamar Chase, that's what I, yeah, as it respectfully. Uh, But this, I don't know how you're able to not cook up anything on that offense with the weapons that they have. I mean, Tyler Boyd, former. Possibly still one of the best slot receivers in the NFL. T Higgins, he's a dog. Joe Mixon, one of the best running backs in the NFL. Your offensive line's gotten it together. And Joe Burrow's a top five quarterback. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah, like like you said. Or like we said. I've got him at ten. Yeah. Um, I just can't see them being in tier one. They looked really good right up until right up until monday night they it felt like everything was clicking on offense um they were finally getting the run game working again and now it's right back to where they were but probably probably even worse uh when no jamar chase they didn't put him on ir which i do think is a good sign that means there is a chance that he comes back within the next three now three weeks um because initially the thought was four to six maybe even eight weeks uh so them not putting him on IR is a good sign, but not a good sign of how bad they looked without him. I said it preseason. Um, yes, one, two, three. This is probably the best wide receiver room in the league. But four, five, and six are probably the three worst. You know, that's the three worst four, five, and six in the league. And these are three guys that you don't want to see on the football field. And now Jamar Chase is banged up at least for the next two to three weeks. T. Higgins has been banged up in multiple points this year. If he misses time, you're looking at, you know, a Trent Taylor, Michael Thomas, not the good one. And Tyler Boyd receiving group around Joe Burrow and an offensive line that's underperformed and run game, quite frankly, that's underperformed. Jadobia Wuzier also tore his ACL last night. That's a big loss because he's been playing like a top 10 corner this year. He was definitive for number one, and now that number one moves to Eli Apple, who, despite the memes, is serviceable, but definitely not a guy you want being your number one corner guarding the best wide receiver on the other team. There's problems in Cincinnati. I think that, you know, some of the things that we talked about in the preseason where maybe they don't make the playoffs, not due to a fault of, you know, them just being a bad team, but due to injuries and certain other things, they might be realized here in an AFC that is, looks
0: more and more loaded by the week. One of the most interesting situations in the NFL right now is what you do with Zach Taylor, man. The dude took the team to a fucking Super Bowl I know, Bowl and last that's the thing. I, like, I have no clue. I
1: remember, I remember saying last year that it sucks that they went to a Super Bowl because they're never going to fire Zach Taylor when you take a team to a Super Bowl, but he's not a good coach. And I've said that week in and week out, is that he's not a good coach. He has to go, and it's just not going to happen because of you know the fact that they went to a Super Bowl. i th- I don't know what the, what do you think the record is for him to be fired? Like at the end of the season, granted, Jamar Chase doesn't like miss the rest of the year unexpectedly or Joe Burrow doesn't miss time. Like if they go eight and nine, do you think he holds his
0: job? It's playoffs or bust. It's playoffs or bust. You made, you took that team super young, Jamar Chase's fucking rookie year, and you took them to the Super Bowl. Like that's fantastic. You should be able to make the playoffs at least every single year with that squad if you took them to the Super Bowl. So if they, they don't make the playoffs, i easily see Zach Taylor being fired. Yeah, Fair enough. I can see that. All right, let's uh, move on through the rest of these teams. Dude, we, t- we just moved the Bengals down from Tier 1 to Tier 2. But let's talk about some teams eligible for move in, to move from Tier 2 up to Tier 1. And for me, the 49ers are absolutely cemented. I was going to say it starts with San Francisco for sure. I personally have the 49ers at five, above the Cowboys and above the Ravens. So
1: I have the Niners at six, just because we're still waiting on that defensive line to get healthy. Um, they did start kind of slow against LA. I'm kind of nitpicking a little bit. I just feel better about Dallas. And not to mention, the 49ers are still four and four. Like, or yeah, four and four. So. I mean, technically, I don't even know if they, with like tiebreakers and everything like that, I don't even know if they make a wild card spot at this current point in time. Now, do I think that they're a better team than that record shows? Obviously, I have them as the sixth best team in the NFL, but. I mean, Dallas didn't do anything this week that made me believe that they're worse than last week. I know San Francisco did some good things against LA, but this was a game that I, quite frankly, expected them to win. Maybe didn't expect them to win in this fashion, but they had a lot of advantageous matchups uh, against LA, especially once LA started to go away from their scripted stuff that they had built up over the bye week. Um, I think, I mean, six or five, either one, I do feel better about that. Honestly, If the Vikings didn't just have one loss, I'd probably have the Xan Niners over the Vikings. Don't tell Tyler. (laughs) But, but, um, it it does. If we want to put him at five, that's totally cool with me.
0: Okay. It's close for me. I'm, I'm probably going to put him at five. I, you know, how I feel about the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. And something that we like, yes. Which is so weird because you used to be like the biggest Dak yeah, truther I know. on planet Earth. How opinions change over the years, man.
1: Because I was like, why do, why do you love Dak so much when he's literally like your arch rivals quarterback? And I and this is when I hated him. And now I think the hate's gone a little bit too far to say that he's close to his good scoop rush. No. We're not having that conversation today because I refuse to let us have that nice. conversation. Nice
0: self control, <laughs> something we don't practice a lot. And that show, and that show I was going to say, that shows Oh, yeah, especially in the show's power ranking segment uh but yeah i'm gonna go ahead and slide the niners in front of the cowboys because i mean a lot of that was due to tony pollard uh getting all of the carries i think and jerry jones came out and clearly said that zeke is going to be the number one that's not and i think that's fucking ridiculous that you come out and say that that makes tony pollard so upset that makes him guaranteed to leave in the offseason not that he wasn't already but fuck man jerry jones is so stupid um also on the Niners side uh we just got a taste of how this offense looks with cmc for the first time in like fully involved he threw a passing touchdown ran for one and caught a touchdown in his first fucking game with a full week of practice so yeah i'm gonna go ahead and slide the niners at five uh but let's round out the rest of this tier one i have the ravens uh sitting at that seven spot but we both have the dolphins coming in to round out the tier one correct Yes. So Ravens. So it's Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Vikings,
1: Niners, Cowboys, Ravens, Dolphins. I'm okay. Perfectly sweet. cool with that. Tier one.
0: That moves us on to tier that. two, and this is thing. This is when it really starts to shake up a little bit because at that nine spot, mm-hmm. after their impressive win this week, another one. I'm Going to Seahawks. You you. Let's
1: go! Let's go! go on, let's go! <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Let's go,
0: Power Rankings, man! This is awesome. Wow, I don't even know what to say. There's no arguments to be had. I yeah, I'm like, I have no, I have no notes. I have no notes. I mean, the Seahawks have been incredibly impressive so far this year. They catch another dub. Gino looks like that guy. This team looks like happy to play football right now. Uh, Gino, DK, Mm -hmm. and Tyler Lockett were all uh doing the press conference together after the game. And
1: look, this. Game could have been. And we'll talk about the Giants soon, but this game could have been a lot worse than it was. You had Tyler Lockett just barely get his foot down, or barely not get his foot down uh, on a touchdown. Then he has a touchdown off of his face mask. Not to mention he fumbles at the two yard line. This game could have it could have been busted open a lot sooner than it was, but yeah, I like if if I didn't feel good at any of these tier one teams, which I feel good about all of them, dude. Seattle would be cracking that tier. I just want to see them in it. So maybe maybe something happens to one of these teams where I don't feel as good about them next week, man. And I I do want to see Tia- Seattle in that tier one after. I mean, we had him at we had them at twenty nine in our preseason power rankings, which is not even like a shot like like we're terrible because I can't name anybody that had them winning more than like seven games this year like no one thought that this would happen this is unequivocally the greatest story of the season like Geno Smith and this Seattle
0: team with Pete Carroll I I can't I couldn't be happier for what they're doing yeah and the determination bro like you throw it to Tyler Lockett twice and he fucks up and Gino's like bro I'm going to you a third time and he catches the game-winning touchdown yeah, like I'm yeah a major that's later, fucking yeah. awesome dude and in the postgame presser i mean you never saw russell wilson dk and tyler stand at the podium together and to do a press conference and one of the tyler lockett's first things that he said was it's amazing what you can do when nobody's looking to take the credit that's that's awesome i'm with the seattle team i love what's going on right now uh kenny walker looks good they belong in nine so no debates there I have the Bengals sliding behind the Seahawks, and then we both have that. I've got the Giants following them up. So, okay. It was fun. While it
1: lasted. It was fun. Um, I'm not too... I've got the Titans, and then the Chargers, and then the Giants. Because, um, look, this is my thing with the Giants all year. You see what happens with this team when something goes ever so... Their margin for error is so... Thin. They have two special team screw-ups, Richie James muffs two punts. They lose by two touchdowns. Like, and, you know, you even get a free, uh, basically a free touchdown. You get a guy fumble at the two-yard line. Their margin for error is just so thin that if they screw, if they throw, you know, one, make one turnover, they're just going to make you beat yourself all game. And if you don't, you're going to beat them more times than not. I could definitely see them continuing to move down if you know again if a couple things go against them they're gonna lose that's just how it is because of the roster that they've built like listen I love the culture that Dable has built I think that 100% he should be coach of the year but just they like I said their margin for error is so so thin and they they're not gonna win games consistently playing that kind of football
0: so like I can see the Titans being out the top out of those three teams but just take a look like yes their record looks phenomenal just like it did last year but so does the giants okay that's fair that's fair but i feel much better about the titans as a football team than i do about the giants that's fair i see that but as we're looking as we're going down the list here of the titans recent win streak last four come against the colts the commanders The Colts again, and then the Texans. So are we screaming hallelujah for this team? Hmm. I was I mean we may not be screaming we may
1: not be screaming hallelujah, but look, man, I mean, yeah, the Giants beat Baltimore, but again, crazy turn of events there. Green Bay's, you know, in the shitter right now. And they beat Jacksonville, who's sitting at what, two and six right now? The week before that,
0: they beat Chicago. Like and Carolina before they
1: the got before they got PJ. Packers,
0: they beat, like, come on now, bro. The
1: Packers suck. But the Packers suck, though, right? We have them at 23. Shouldn't, I mean, we should, Ted, I mean, I know, I don't know what your power rankings look like. Commanders in front of the Packers, shouldn't we be giving the Commanders win from the Titans a little bit more clout than the Packers win from the Giants? Right? Right? Is this not power angles? That's fair.
0: That's fair. Okay.
1: Uh, only and I feel much better about Derrick Henry being able to carry this offense than I feel about Saquon being able to carry the Giants' offense, despite the fact that they have a significantly better... Well, they have a, they have a better left tackle than the Titans do. The rest of their offensive line is pretty much equal with the Titans. So. Also,
0: they didn't really make a big any splash at the deadline. Um, you saw them trade away Kadarius Toney, so maybe that sends a message of what kind of this team's looking at this year. Uh, but the Titans, they're... Yeah. They didn't make any moves at the deadline, but it looks like Malik Willis, I know Ryan Tannehill's injured right now, but it looks like they're making a change at quarterback that could benefit them overall.
1: I don't know if it's, I was about to say, I don't know if it's permanent because, dude, he, I mean, they played Houston and he did not look very good. I know that it wasn't like a close game. I know it was only 17 to 10, but the Texans scored with 10 seconds left to make it from 17 to 3 to 17 to 10. So it wasn't really a close game, but you know when Derrick Henry rushes for 200 yards there were just a couple mistakes here and there with Malik Willis that don't make me feel as confident about uh, the Titans moving forward but I still feel a little bit better with them because I think they'll go back to Tannehill when he's healthy and then at that point I I feel better about what they're doing than the Giants
0: okay all right, let's put the Titans in front of the Giants but you said uh, what was the other in contention here the Chargers okay I'm putting the Giants the Chargers Chargers, for sure that's like like that's the compromise. Okay.
1: I I won't give much I was about to say I won't give much of an argument here. But this is a team that's like their main drawback is the injury problems and they did just get a bye week heal up a
0: little bit but um a lot of those guys Obviously, like aren't
1: you know you got guys like Herbert and Well those Keenan guys Allen, aren't anytime soon. Ailing like, injuries. Resson Slater,
0: he's out for the year. You yeah, know
1: Slater I know Mike Williams did just go down with a high ankle sprain. I mean, who do
0: they have this week that might and also be? They play the, uh, the Falcons this week, so that'll be actually a test. Uh, the spread. I can't believe how high I have the Falcons.
1: I can't. I can't believe myself. I'm so disappointed. They
0: uh, they look good. beating I mean, they did just beat the Panthers in overtime, so that's kind of concerning, but.
1: They should, you know, I was saying they shouldn't have. DJ Moore would also, so- we're
0: kind of forget, like, I this is a, it's classic case of the bye week, like, kind of benefiting a team. Like, we're forgetting they just got their shit rocked by Seattle 37 to 23. Uh, they barely beat the Broncos the week before, they beat them by three points, they beat the Browns by two points. Like, the spread for the Chargers Falcons game, you want to give it a, a guess?
1: Yeah, but the Giants have been doing. The Giants have been doing the same thing. They've been. They have a better record. Know, I mean, the Giants just got their shit
0: kicked in by the Seahawks. Fair
1: enough. Chargers have a better roster. Paper what? Yep. More Paper, watcher.
0: Uh, the Giants will be in head of the Chargers. Uh, yeah. I think that's where the buck stops. I can. Okay, that's fine.
1: All right, and then the, okay, so Giants, then Chargers. After that, dude, I've got Atlanta. I can't believe myself. Uh, I cannot believe you... myself
0: but i've got it you have the falcons higher than i do unbelievable that's
1: i i dude i it makes me sick
0: well but can I, <laughs> I just maybe maybe i can uh, ease some of your uh, your stresses because i have an argument for a team that should be ahead of the falcons and after that performance last night i think it's the browns like they looked really good wow that's a yes but deshaun watson Deshaun Watson is thing, back okay. very soon now. And this team, that's how the Browns are supposed to look. And they dogged the Bengals, who should have been good last night. They dogged them. Like, this was a team that was number f- number four in our power rankings before the Jamar Chase injury, number six after. So they beat a tier one team, smacked the dog shit out of them. So I, the run game looks phenomenal. Kareem Hunt's the still thing in is, town. I know,
1: I know Watson's but, coming back. I know Watson's coming back in this multiple times this year where he'll have a good game, like a really, really good game like he had last night. He, had the, he did the same thing against Pittsburgh, and then he'll have an okay game, and then he'll have a poor game, and then he'll have a really bad game, and then he'll have a really good game again. And right now we're at the really good game, so right, we're probably going to see the mad game next week and the bad game and then the really bad game, and then we're going to get Watson. So I was not as high on them um this week in fact i wasn't even as close to as high i had them and this may have been a little bit of an under you know understating what they did i had them at 24
0: that's how my jets pick was last this week i had them i didn't even say to you guys but i had them at like like fucking 25 and you guys had them like in tier two and i was like i'm not gonna argue it well yeah I was about to say I've moved the Jets back significant,
1: like not significantly. Yeah, I have to because I don't feel as good the teams below them just have so many problems as well, so it's just easier to yeah. keep the Jets there. Um
0: I'll play all right, so the I'll play devil's advocate drawn, for the Browns real quick over the Falcons. The Falcons are four and four, but if you look at the Browns so far this year, man, like especially recently. uh, They lost to the Patriots, but then they lost by three to the Ravens, a team they have in tier one, and they probably shouldn't have lost that game. Phantom, phantom false start call. So that's interesting. Sends it to overtime, but
1: yeah, it, it was a close game, but they also got the shit kicked out of them by New England, who then got the shit kicked out of them by Chicago, it's just the NFL is just this big, it's this big circular graphic that's like this team beat this team and this team beat this team. And ah, You know what it comes tough. down to though? It's tough. So the
0: Falcons beat the Browns in week four. That's what it is. That I'm is a thing. Okay. I, yeah.
1: I'll <laughs> just be like, yeah, okay. Well, the Falcons beat the Browns. I'm gonna put them <laughs> up 10 spots. All right. Uh,
0: so the Browns at 14. No, the Falcons at 14 now. Then the Oh, okay. Wait, where uh, are the Chargers? Wait, okay. Wait, 8, 9, 10, 11, <laughs> 12, 13, 14. Yes, the Falcons at 14. And then the Browns at 15, in my opinion. Because okay. the team that I have following them up is the Jets. Just because of their record. I, yeah, as did I. As did I.
1: Record. But, dude, do not be surprised. Like, I don't know... They mm. have a bye this week, so they're gonna get they're gonna get bailed by that. They're gonna get held panic, um, probably into low tier two. They suck. They're really bad. and I said it last week. I said, look, Zach Wilson when he's under pressure is legitimately one of the worst quarterbacks of all time. And you look at the list of guys that have those like twenty ish PFF grades when they're under pressure. It's Blaine Gabbert. It's Blake Bortles. It's Rex Grossman. It's Mark. San- it's guys you do not want to be on a list with. And he's on that list. And look, it looks cool. Like, he's like... It feels like he has better escapability than Lamar Jackson at certain points in time. But every time... He, you, just put, you just put the Raiders at thirty-two, Just for <laughs> just <laughs> the fuck of it. But, like, the way he's able to, like, legitimately escape rushers is fascinating. But he always makes the wrong decision after escaping the pressure. Like, almost always fucks it up. Whether it be a pick whether it be just missing a flat, he just mentally is not there. And and you think about, you know, him at BYU, he had, especially with the competition he was playing with, he had the best offensive line, like, by far. Like, he would he would scramble just for the fun of it. And now that's not happening because his offensive line isn't very good and you're going to be seeing the pass rushes in the NFL and they are eating him alive. So time to, time to press the uh, panic button in New York, especially with the injuries starting to mount. But I think their schedule does ease up a little bit after the bye, so maybe, maybe that, maybe they limp into the playoffs at like nine and eight or something. I don't know. Who knows?
0: You have to think. I saw uh, there was reporters asking Sala if it's time to make a quarterback change in New York because they did win games with Joe Flacco and they're not winning games with Zach Wilson. I mean,
1: te- I was going to say technically they've won some games with Zach Wilson too, because Zach Wilson was undefeated. That's what Tyler told me. And I was like, dude, I don't trust it. They're winning in spite of him. They're not winning because of him. And, you know, we see it this week. The thing is, after this, there's literally an outside of like the bottom two or three teams. You could literally make an argument to have any of these teams in any order after the Jets. It's a clusterfuck. Like it's
0: insane. Last thing I'll say on the Jets. um... God damn it. It's got away from me. They haven't done bad enough. exit tier two but dude oh okay on zach wilson like this is the classic fucking you're playing your rookie quarterback too early you didn't give him time to develop you made the same mistake yes this is the second year though you've made the same mistake with darnold and zach wilson
1: well and that's the thing i honestly think it's a new york thing like you just throwing him into that situation you need. But the problem is they're never going to have a guy to be like, okay, we'll sit you behind X player to the point where you'd like, feel good about it. They're just, cause they're, they're always going to fuck up the draft. It's going to be 20 years before they have a chance to do that. Unless they go out and they get Teddy Bridgewater and fuck around with that experiment. Like a quarter of the league has like, I mean, you're just wasting your time. I mean, you've thrown Donald in there. Daniel Jones in New York hasn't worked. It's, it's just a mess and you obviously they're not going to be in position this year and this team's around him is getting too good they might very well be this offseason in that a quarterback away tier where if you know a superstar quarterback becomes available I don't know if that's going to happen considering most of the moves were already made but I mean I'd I'd imagine somebody would be interested in Zach Wilson and two for their superstar quarterback if it were to happen what okay real mm-hmm. quick before we move on Zach Wilson and, like, a pick of some
0: kind for Derek Carr. Mm. No, you can't do it because Devontae Adams just signed up to be with Derek Carr for five years. (laughs) Well, that was ill-advised on Devontae Adams' part,
1: um, as well as ill-advised in Vegas. Like, I I couldn't, like, I was, like, appalled by how high people were ranking Derek Carr coming in the season. I know he had a good season, but there's... there's no other sample size to show that he's that good other than one season. Like, if we're going to do that for Derek Carr, we better fucking be doing it for Geno Smith. Yeah,
0: but Geno Smith doesn't have Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, fucking Josh Jacobs out of the backfield, and oh, Josh I know. McDaniels as his head coach. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why.
1: That's what I'm That's why. I'm saying we were high. Put Geno up does. there, man. He does
0: well. All right. Let's move on to the next tier. Uh, and I don't have the Cardinals moving to spot. I don't either.
1: I, I actually
0: had them at 16,
1: um, weirdly enough, but the Browns moving up in front
0: of them dropped them down, so now they're at Sweet. 17. Okay, no arguments there. I've got the Rams following them up, but I don't feel great about it. So I had the Saints after the cards.
1: Um, look, I know that they didn't look good two weeks ago, but two fluky pick sixes, you know, thats could be... Each of those could have been 14 point swings, so two a 28 point swing to end the half there. If they just I don't know, run the ball, they're you know, I think they're going into the half leading, so a little rough for them there, but they come out and they beat the dog shit out of Vegas. Um they know when to get up for games. Like I don't know what it is. If they could just get up for like they do for like Tampa, every time they play Tampa, they're up for Tampa, like every time. And this was Dennis Allen's revenge game, and they got up for that shit like crazy. Kamara looks fantastic. Um, you've got to imagine the receive Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry come back sometime soon. Uh, and they also did this without Marshawn Lattimore to guard Devontae Adams. So you think about, you know, when they get him back, they'll be able to really, I mean, they, they practically blanked Devontae Adams this week. They'll be able to do that even more so when they get a Marshawn Lattimore back. Um, and they won this week, and a lot of the teams below them... Didn't or did rather unconvincingly and the Saints won more convincingly than any other team. I like can get
0: speak. with that. Uh, th- when you look at the other teams, I mean especially a team like the Rams, I mean the Saints are probably in much better position to win that division than the Rams are. They're winning their division. So you like the Saints position as far as playoffs go. and if you look at their uh, some of their wins so far this year, they beat the Falcons in week one. an awesome win. And they lost to the Bucks, lost to the Panthers, lost by three to the Vikings. We have as our number four overall team. They beat the Seahawks 39 to 32, who we have as a tier two team. Lost by four to the Bengals with Jamar Chase. Lost to the Cardinals, but then beat the dog shit out of the Raiders this week. So I can get with the Saints there. I can get with it. And okay. then I have what was the team that I said? The Rams. Are you cool with putting the Rams behind them?
1: I had hmm. Tampa in front of LA uh obviously they play each other this week uh like i said i just it's the same conversation with the packers where tampa has it like the roster's there it's just a matter of figuring it out la has a legit problem on the offensive line so does and tampa Cooper's bay up, i mean it seems like he's going to play not as bad as LA. LA, they looked good in the first two quarters because it, it felt like they drew up a lot of plays to protect that. But once that was gone, it felt, San Francisco, it felt like they were on Matt Stafford all game. Uh, Cooper Cup might miss time. And LA, like, they did just kind of
0: get whipped by San Francisco. At home. So, Yeah. I, yeah i can't i I can't get with it dude the bucks have been looking so fucking atrocious, dude. they get shut out by the panthers and then they go at they play at home against the Ravens and lose that one um it was a it was a close game if you look at the box score, but I mean the Ravens dominated that game the entire time. I have the bucks at twenty five to put it in perspective for you like this team is wow. dog shit I mean I can move the rams. Dude, the Rams are dogs. I would say that even though. <laughs> I think the Rams are dog shit I, too. <laughs> both of the teams are dog shit, for sure. But I will take Stafford rest of season over Brady. Brady's looked fucking terrible, dude. He can't do it anymore. Brady has. He can't hack bad. it.
1: No, he had. Like, the, I, I, can't, I can't point at a certain thing and be like, you know, he's the same physically that he was last year. It's not like he's gotten slower. You can't get much slower than Brady is. He's still got the arm. Like, he's still. I mean, fuck that. Mike Evans throw was Divorce. a fucking dot right to it. Divorce. Him. It's. I know. Yeah. It's, he had, it's know. that's what it is. Like
0: in Tom Brady, if you've been following his career, like this is getting existential. But he's always been a huge like. He's always with his kids. Like Tom Brady and his kids has been a huge storyline. Like him kissing him on the fucking face, whatever. Like that's always been a huge deal to him. Is his kids, and now that he's divorced. is kissing them on the face Uh, but now that Giselle and Tom are divorced Giselle currently has two of the kids Tom has one of the kids so I think it's really fucking with them like a lot in the brain and I agree I do think that that's like
1: I do think that that's a legit factor in our power it is because
0: there's no other explanation for the way that Tom Brady is but I mean you say you can't point to anything specific bro he sailed like four or five passes to the back of the fucking end zone off the wall like sailed them. Like Tom Brady used to easily make those passes, man, and he can't. He can't anymore. And it's not like they were hard passes to make. Like those were easy Tom Brady cash it in throws. Like it's not like he can't make the really good throws anymore. Like that's fine. Like as long as he can be serviceable. Serviceable. But they were in the end zone. They were when they got in the red zone, despite the last outside of the last possession of the game where they got garbage time points. He could not put the ball on target in the red zone to save his fucking life. I I think it's over for Tom Brady. I, I do. So, okay. I'm. You're going to. You're going to. They're going to win a Super Bowl this year. And I'm, you're going to look
1: like an idiot. I just. That's just how it works with Brady. I mean, I'm not. I'm obviously not making that call. But that's just. That's how it's going to happen. Is you're going to say, Tom Brady. You know what I mean? People said Tom Brady was done 10 years ago. I had. I was listening to a podcast today. And it was like. I have and I have a daughter that's in third grade that is older than me saying Tom
0: Brady is washed. That's hilarious, but now he's actually like it's it's pretty bad. But and the crazy thing is, without Giselle, he might play till he's fifty because he's got no reason to co- go away yeah. from the game. And he's just going to destroy his legacy, man. Like I, I'll say, I bet for the first time ever. Well, not for the first time ever, but I bet pretty confidently. What if
1: he goes to
0: New
1: York? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. If anybody can handle the media, it's him, dude. Tom Brady in New York. Oh my! God. Playing against Bill Belichick twice a year with that fucking media circus in New York.
0: Makes oh sense. boy, that'd be and something then, for the exact, NFL. Because like, I don't feel like Tom Brady wants. He was all aboard the Bruce Arians train. Like he seems like he's like really out of touch with the top ball train. Like.
1: Well well, I think it's more like he cause him and Arians butted heads for a little bit. Um, because especially like at the first year with the bucks where they started kind of slow and they were trying to run the Arians offense and then midway through the season they were like, All right, you need to let me do what I do, and they did and they won the Super Bowl. Um, but him and Leftwich have seemed to be on the same page. You would think, you know, the way they're playing, it feels like Leftwich hasn't been there. Like he got he went and deserved with Jacksonville. Um I, I don't know. I will okay. Rams can move in front of them. They're not falling to 25. I
0: can't move them that far down. For context. In fact, I think it pretty much stops here. For context. Teams that I have in front of the Bucks, The Commanders, 4-4. Four and four, The Patriots. The Saints. The Bears. The Broncos. The Packers.
1: Okay, so my tier three is currently Arizona, New Orleans, the Rams, the Bucks, the Patriots, the Broncos, the Commanders, the Packers. I can't be- I
0: cannot believe the Packers are twenty fourth. I cannot I, believe that. Here's my argument for the Packers being ahead of the Bucks. It blows well, okay. my mind. I'll say that the Packers played Buffalo on Sunday night in Buffalo, and they made it. I mean, it wasn't a super competitive game, but they were in it, and. I will say I felt better
1: about the Packers after the Buffalo game than I did mm-hmm. coming into the Buffalo game. But that being said, they didn't make the move. If if they if they traded for Brandon Cooks today, I would have probably put them in tier 2. But they didn't. And as of right there's nothing coming to save them. There's nothing. And I, I just feel like there's a Tom Brady revenge game coming. Like it's just going to happen and we're just going to be like, "Oh, there he is. Mm. He's back. It's okay." And I don't know if that's going to happen in Greece. Like Aaron Rodgers could go out and ball out. And I just don't feel good about them. The defense has, you know, started to kind of look like the unit that we hoped they'd be. I mean, it's not like a bottom half unit. Over the last few weeks, it's been
0: better. But. Okay. So that. I don't in know, recency, man. we look at it. Like the Bucks got blown out at home, shutout, actually, against the Panthers. Blown out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Panthers, yeah.
1: Well, 21-3,
0: but that's yes. basically okay. And then Georgia. you play Baltimore at home, and like I said, you don't control that game at any point in time. But then you go to Green Bay, like they lost only by 10 to the Bills.
1: Green Bay didn't control. I know it
0: was Buffalo, but... And they, they scored at the end, too. So let's okay. not act they, like that okay. didn't happen. That's fair. The Packers lose to the Commanders, who are now 4-4, four four, have won 4 or three games in a row uh they lost to the jets lost to the giants yeah, I mean, i've
1: got the commanders
0: in front one against the patriots the packers beat the bucks the packers beat the bucks in week two and they beat them convincingly yeah but the bucks were throwing to fucking
1: cecil grayson or whatever the fuck his name is and
0: like yeah tom brady can't get the ball to cecil grayson or chris godwin it doesn't matter he can't get the ball to anybody
1: Dude, it was so infuriating watching Chris win because I had him on the fantasy team and I was the one that suggested the over six and a half to uh, Logger. And he had like three fucking drag routes across the middle just get batted down. Like he was wide open and they just got fucking batted down and he had he finished with six catches. I was so pissed because like those, those were easy catches and they just got batted down before they could even yeah. make it to him. All
0: right, let's make a decision between uh, the Bucks and the Packers. I've got, let's do the Packers, man. Get on board. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Well,
1: well Let's do whatever okay. you want to. Go.
0: Let's go. I like that energy. So, okay. So then, are the Bucks staying at twenty-one? Dude, I've got, like I said, I've got the Commanders, That's the Patriots, the, the Bears, and the Broncos all ahead of the Bucks and the Packers.
1: So why do I was about to...
0: <sighs> godly the com... the Bears? Know. Okay, I can get the Bears with that. Now.
1: I mean, I know it's six weeks ago, but the Packers beat the shit out of the Bears. And commanders are four so and four. We look play. like a
0: different team with Taylor. I
1: don't know. I, I, had the command, I had the Commanders in front of the Packers, but now that you've, you know, I don't know if I can put Tampa in tier four. They're not that bad a football team. They're really not. I mean, to say that they're like two spots away from the Raiders or the Colts right now, at no, they're not that bad. They've had, I mean, yeah, they're three and five, but too bad the two most recent weeks have been rough mm-hmm. to watch but man they're they're just not a bad football and listen Shaq Barrett going down hurts and that's more of the reason why I've had them moving down than the loss to Baltimore because you know that's a guy that that's a top 12 pe- edge rusher that gets you pressured and you've got to worry about him as an offensive line on a week-to-week basis and he's gone now um especially for a pass rush that has struggled already without Shack Barrett the farthest I can let them fall is 24. I can't let them fall to place. So that I cannot puts them have
0: at the, the, the Bucs be in the last okay. line. So that puts them at the bottom of tier three. I'll say that the, the Bears don't belong ahead of them and the Broncos probably don't. I had them ahead, but they probably don't belong.
1: I have the Broncos. No, I have the Broncos ahead of Tampa Bay.
0: Bay. My Okay, so it's right
1: now. It's Cardinals, Saints, Rams, Packers. And then I have New England, Denver, Washington, Tampa. Denver, obviously, I don't Denver. know Green,
0: if we want We know. had Denver in, in tier there. four. Denver's
1: three and five. Okay, they just won a game.
0: They just in London, which wasn't a, game they didn't, they didn't wasn't a home game for Jacksonville, and they didn't didn't win impressively at all.
1: Wasn't a home game for wasn't a home game for Denver either. They're traveling far. It's much more of a home game for Jacksonville than it is. I mean, that's that's as close to a home game in London as you're going to get if it's Jacksonville, and you know. They you got Chase Edmonds.
0: Hey, hey, me so that Hey, Come maybe. Let's uh, all right, let me give some let me give some Dude, props for my commanders, I, okay? Like here we go cuz this is when we're going to have our commanders okay. talk. We've won four games or three games in a row. We beat the Bears 12 to 7 on Thursday night football. We beat the Packers 23 to 21. It's the first time in NFL history or first time in Aaron Rodgers' history that he's never converted a third down in a game. Heard that the other day. So obviously that the de- he said on the Pat McAfee show. What did they do uh, to help stop you? Nothing. Yeah, you didn't get a first, a fucking third down for the first time in your fucking career, asshat. So try rethinking that answer real quick, bro. Uh, but then we beat the Colts, who had beat the Chiefs. We beat the Colts in Indy when the Colts beat the Chiefs in Indy. So. Uh, are we going to do this
1: for every t- We beat, Tam- we beat daddy who beat this. I mean, we
0: could do that with every team. I mean, we could, but the commanders have one three- won.
1: Carolina beat Tampa. The, who- the
0: commanders have won three games in a row. Okay. The bucks have been absolutely ass cheeks. So have the green Bay Packers. um, the, the commanders are hot right now. I don't
1: see an argument of why the Rams get to stick at 19. Cause the Rams should be right next to green Bay and Tampa in my opinion. I'm with that. I don't see any reason why there should be like four teams in front of them and I I I can't put the Patriots, Commanders and even the Broncos like three teams in front of the Rams, Packers and I cannot do it. This is insane. The pa- the Bucks were 3, the Rams were
0: 4 and the Packers were 5 for us in the preseason. Crazy shit happened.
1: There there I mean there's a, there's an argument that they could be 23, 24 and 25.
0: Like Antonio Brown oh. said. The parody around the league is fucking crazy right now, man. Yeah, A parody. Awesome. Um, let's. Are we in agreement that the Patriots are better? I think the Patriots are better off than the Commanders. Yeah. So
1: I had Denver in fr- in behind both of them, but I honestly feel like Denver should be in front of both of
0: them. Dude, they like what changes your mind so much? Like they barely beat Jacksonville in London, bro. Like you guys barely
1: beat the Colts with. Not, with essentially just Naeem Hines, Taylor played very
0: minimally. And Sam Ellinger. Brent made the quarterback change and everything. They, I mean, they benched Matt Ryan, and they beat the Chiefs with Matt Ryan. So I can't speak to that. But, hmm, I'm not put. I'm not. It's
1: not how the NFL works. <laughs> It's not a this team beat this team beat this team beat this team, so therefore this team's better. It's just
0: if you're looking for an argument, man, that's what we've been throwing out these past few weeks in arguments. But I can't put the Broncos ahead of the Rams, Packers, or Bucks.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. Um. Mm. They just trade away Bradley Chubb, too, dude.
1: Like, they're obviously sellers.
0: Mm. let's do it i'm doing it all right
1: so let's go over this again cardinals cardinals saints
0: okay yeah go ahead cardinals saints patriots commanders rams packers bucks and then I'll put the – I had the Colts ahead of the Broncos, but I'll put the Broncos out of the Colts right behind Tampa Bay. Colts are at 26 for me. Colts suck. The Colts are also at 26. So weird how that ended up. Okay. Yeah. So then – so it's
1: Arizona, New Orleans, New England, Washington, L.A., Green Bay, Tampa, Denver.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In tier three. So then let's move these teams down.
1: Honestly. I would be willing... I would be willing to move Washington in front
0: of New yeah, England. I was... I like what I've seen from them more recently than what i mean, I've this seen looks new like England. a new team with Taylor Heineken. Like, we just look... Not that, like, the offense looks different, or... I mean, obviously it looks different because we have to simplify it, but this team looks like they want to win. They want to win. He's just so, like... He learned so much from Ryan Fitzpatrick of,
1: look... I'm not that good, but that guy over there is, so I'm going to give him the ball, and I don't care if it's a bad decision. I'm going to do it. And that is like, that's Taylor Heineke in a nutshell, and it's kind of working. And I don't know when Chase Young comes back. Is Jahan Dotson, like, has he been in and out of the lineup? I know I saw him as out this week. I don't know when he's coming back. Um, But he was, I mean, he was surprisingly good for them early in the year.
0: Um. All okay. right, so that wraps up tier uh, three. Let's... Okay, tier so four. in tier four, do we... Can we put... Oh. I've got yeah, Chicago at okay. i I'm like thought. that, because I had them at the bottom of tier three then uh, the Broncos in tier four. And then... Colts. Yep. And then
1: Indy. Yep. And then Vegas. Mm-hmm. I have the same thing. And then Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm carolina Mm -hmm. pittsburgh Mm -hmm. detroit (laughs) and houston look at that dude that we 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 caught a little we we were we were slowing down a little bit in the middle but the top and the bottom it's flawless outside of you know san francisco dallas but that was solved pretty easily
0: yeah good work it's literally what we've said like it's the bottom teams, I feel the top bad, teams. I
1: feel bad for the teams yeah. that are in Well, it's like the certifiable
0: teams. bottom teams, yeah, we then the certifiable like, top teams, them. and then everything in between. Like, that's exactly how you expected this to work out, you know? So.
1: Yeah. I do have a weird feeling that we're going to come. Dude, I just know that we're going to finish, like, fucking 7-2 and two or something, get that winning record, miss the playoffs, and pick it, like, 17th, <laughs> and it's just all for nothing. Like, we lose all these games in the earlys for fucking nothing. Because I, I am, like, legitimately worried the Steelers' schedule um, in the last couple of weeks is not good. Like, there are bad teams on it. I mean, we have, in the last six weeks, we get Atlanta, Baltimore, who's going to be good, Carolina, Vegas, Baltimore again, and then Cleveland. Like, there are three winnable games in there, and we always play Baltimore and Cleveland really well, regardless of who's better than who. And we even get Indy in Week twelve. So I'm just so fucking scared. We're gonna fuck this up. And especially with Carolina and Atlanta, those two teams. I mean, Atlanta maybe less than Carolina, but Carolina's gonna want they want that draft position too. Like that's that's a game that that's gonna be an ugly ass game to watch. That's gonna be rough watching that Toy game, the man. It's gonna be six to nine.
0: The yeah, it's it's gonna be. But, oh my god, that's a. Uh... Uh, real quick, I want to reflect on some of these bottom teams. The Raiders, they stink. They got shut out by the Saints. Yeah. Uh right. their their season's done, man. I mean, Derek Carr, he stinks. They just like,
1: said that supposedly McDaniel's and Mark Davis had another long conversation after the game.
0: Well, it I don't I don't know
1: if they uh they've already had their bye, so they definitely play next week. Uh if things go rough next week, would not be but they play Indy next week. If they lose to Indy, would not be surprised if McDaniels gets canned
0: well the thing is I was talking about it in the chat like he maybe that Denver job wasn't a fluke man like he kind of he was the head coach in Denver for a little bit for a year and then he's fired and he kind of comes out and says like hey I really just wasn't ready for a head coaching position and then he's the successful offensive coordinator for the Patriots takes him to Super Bowls yada 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 and he was like a home run head coaching hire uh, by anybody who wanted to hire him, seen across the league, and then he gets he gets hired by Indy like in 2018, and he backs out of the job last minute, which is something that we rarely see. And it was kind of just like, what the fuck? Like Josh McDaniels, you were set pretty nice to be the head coach in Indy. Like, what happened? It kind of really never got an explanation to that. And now he gets a head coaching job with the fucking Raiders, and it stinks. He absolutely stinks. There's no explanation as to why this offense is not good outside of Josh McDaniels. I mean, you acquired Devontae Adams in the offseason. You have Derek Carr. You have Darren Waller. You have Hunter Renfro. You even have Matt Collins, who's played great so far this year. You have Josh Jacobs coming out of the backfield. There's no excuse for how this offense is playing right now. It's three and out, three and out, three and out. That's how it was against the Saints. It was terrible to watch, so... Belichick really does rule, rule overall, man. Like, that's the conclusion that I've come to. It really was Belichick instead of McDaniel. Because they're running a similar system. Like, they ran a similar system. La- well, I don't know about that. But it really is Belichick overall.
1: Yeah. And weak we got rid of a team that could be vying for... Dude, I don't think Carolina is going to be in play for them. I know that they've only got one win over Houston, but they're competitive and PJ Walker is playing for his job. So is Steve Wilkes. He's coaching for his job. I don't think there's a chance they get the number one pick right now. I think it's I think it's honestly between... I think it's just Houston. I think Detroit will find a way to win a shootout down the road. Um, Jacksonville might be in play again. If they dude if they get the number 1 pick 3 years in a row and somebody isn't fired that's not the head coach I I don't know what to do. Like what did Trent Balky do to be able to keep that? You get the number 1 pick 3 well 2 years, but if they get it for a third year in a row, how do you keep your job? Like how are you the worst team in the league and keep your job for 3 years in a row? Um but good for Houston continuing to lose. Um this team sucks. I mean, I'm not telling you anything that you don't know, but they are terrible. There's no hope anywhere on this roster. Like, top to bottom, Derek Stingley's cool. Jalen Petrie's cool. Damian Pierce is cool. That's it. Like, there's nothing to look forward to except for CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. Um, And, yeah, we just talked about Pittsburgh. (sighs) Chicago is kind of fucking up right now because you, I like, you, this, but this was the goal of this season, was to not win any not win any games really but not win a lot of games but walk out of the season with confidence that Justin Fields can be your guy because nothing would hurt more than having to be like god damn it we're gonna have to take CJ Stroud or Bryce Young or Will Levis because we, we don't feel good about Justin Fields and you know we have an opportunity to take one of these elite quarterback prospects so we're gonna do so and we're gonna have to trade Justin Fields away now that it seems like Justin Fields is gonna work I know it's it's kind of hard to say that after three games of him looking better than uh, we thought coming into the year, but this is what you just what you went out to do, and you also just acquired two second round, or you you acquired a second, then you acquired Chase Claypool as well. Uh, you also get a fourth for Robert Quinn. Chicago's they're, they're doing it the right way. I love what Ryan Poles is doing right now. If there was an executive of the year for like not good teams ryan poles is that dude if there's an executive of the year of do of going backwards it's it's this guy fair
0: fair enough uh yeah i mean he was a head coach or a gm hire that didn't really seem to be working out early on uh because they had so much money in the offseason and they signed guys like byron Priggle, uh to help him out and that was really looked sadly upon uh but and that's the good thing that's the good thing here is like it's not it's like the opposite of the give the guy no excuses
1: strategy. It's give him every excuse, and if he does anything remotely close to being good, you might have something. And they've sucked like the everything around him sucks. Even Darnell Mooney, who was supposed to be like his guy, has been relatively terrible to start the season and he still looks great. I love the way that they're starting to deploy him in like that read option, like kind of doing what Eagles do with Jalen Hurts and I talk. I think this could be the new era of the game manager quarterback is this guy that runs the ball 10, 11 times a game. And those are 10, 11 plays where the ball is not put in harm's way. Like when you think of a game manager, you think of Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins, a guy that doesn't move. Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, those kinds of guys can manage games too uh, on the ground. And I think that might be something we see a lot more. I mean,
0: dare I say, when it comes to Justin Fields, I mean, if we're redrafting his draft class today, is he the number one overall quarterback taken? I mean, not the number one overall pick. Today, probably next week
1: or like three weeks ago, probably not. It's just it's the crazy thing is, is how generational that quarterback class was supposed to be versus like the 2020 class, which was like cool. But, you know, it wasn't the 2021 class. 2021 class was supposed to like reshape the league top to bottom. And we're still like, I cannot believe that Davis Mills is still even in the conversation. Like, he's still being talked about, and not one of these guys has emerged. I mean, you look, Trevor Lawrence is playing terrible. Zach Wilson looks abysmal. Trey Lance has played two-game, the actual starter, or a game and a half. Justin Fields has looked good over the last three weeks, but as a whole has not looked very good. And Mac Jones has been in and out of a starting job when healthy
0: with Bailey Zappi. Yeah, I mean, it it, it, it was so clear. Yeah, Zappi, uh but it was so clear that mac jones was the guy out of that class last year and even i mean obviously going into this this year that was the case but how quickly the tables are a turning draft class but all right man well that just uh that wraps us up for our power rankings let me um recap all for our audio listeners going down the list in order we have the bills eagles chiefs Vikings, 49ers, Cowboys, Ravens, and Dolphins in tier one. The Seahawks, Bengals, Titans, Giants, Chargers, Falcons, Browns, Jets in tier two. Cardinals, Saints, Commanders, Panthers, or not Panthers, Patriots, Rams, Packers, Bucks, Broncos in tier three. And then rounding out tier four. Bears, Colts, Raiders, Jags. Steelers, Panthers, Lions, Texans. All right.
1: By the way, I, I know this was just audio listeners. This is the first time I've wore a Steelers jersey in probably three or four weeks. And you know, you know why? It's because we're the 30th ranked team in the power rankings. And the only reason I'm wearing this, not because, not because we won on Sunday, but because we traded Chase Claypool. I just had to honor him one last time. But this is rough, man. I've never experienced this kind of struggle before. When I honestly I honestly kind of like it. So
0: welcome. <laughs> if you can't see uncle, on the, okay. the YouTube, I'm shaking Jaden's hand to welcome to the uh, losing club, but I'm trying to figure out continuously losing club. To to yeah, purgatory? We would like to call oh, it purgatory. Yeah, yeah. I'm with that. Um all right, man. Well that just about does us for our power rankings this week. Um, sorry for any audio issues that happen. I mean, I tried my best to not talk over Jaden, but with the audio setup that I have, it seems to happen every so often. But it shouldn't be too much of a problem. I tried to keep track of it. But hopefully you guys enjoyed the Power Rankings episode. Let us know what you think when the post comes out on Thursday. And until this weekend, or until uh Friday, we record, we'll catch you. Peace.